world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. From deep within the Second Amendment wasteland that is New Jersey, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Yes, so uh, we didn't really give justice last week to a couple of things because uh, we had Senator Weinberg on the show. So first I'd like to address uh, Andy Pinelli, also known as Effin Pinelli, hmm. who was um, a Gun for Hire alumni for about nine or ten years and uh, had been on the show numerous times. He lost his battle with uh, liver cancer about two weeks ago. I went to his wake, 64 years old, worked 30 years as a purchasing uh, manager for the Jersey City Police Department. A lot of people thought he was a cop because yeah. he was there in the department the time, for 30 yeah. years. Uh, so he lost his battle. So my condolences to him and um, Janine and the rest of his family. And the other thing is this last week, um, Roger Garrett from PurelyWater.com, his house burned to the ground. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, and his son, Chris, uh, sent me a message and said, you can call my dad if you want. But I decided... I really didn't want to call because he doesn't have, need to relive it or anything. Yeah, Chris told me right. he was Roger and his mom. Everybody were okay. But, uh, you know, we've we've covered this on the show after Jimmy's house, you know, mm-hmm. and the way fires happen. And, and, you know, we could do it. We could do it every other week if we wanted to. A class on, uh, you know, making sure your house is as fireproof as possible yeah. and as safe as possible. So, Roger, if you need anything, you know where to uh, contact us. But uh, I hope everything's okay. A big supporter of the show, big follower is of Gun for Hire is Radio. Is everybody okay? Everybody's okay, yes. So <clears throat> I want to dedicate at least the first segment to talk about our show last week. For the 2,000 or so positive responses I got for um, our performance at the uh, show 364 with Senator Loretta Weinberg, I did receive about five uh, wanting to know why I didn't hammer her and fight with her and argue with her. So, w- Weren't we clear enough? Yeah, but the the thing I wanted to discuss was that, you know, the Democrats control the Assembly, the Senate, and the Executive Branch in New mm-hmm. Jersey. Right. And Three, the Judiciary. And Judiciary. Yeah. Three months of wrangling, I managed to get the most left yep. anti-gun senator right. to walk into the range, to meet people, to mm-hmm. see that we're human beings, and we had an opening dialogue. And it's not the last of our dialogue. No. Her and I have been communicating one week solid now. And she might bring her grandson back to shoot. Her daughter wants to come. Uh, she might even shoot a gun. Listen, I knew going into this that Senator Loretta Weinberg was going to walk into my range the most anti-gun senator. If after two and a half hours of being here, she walks out still the most anti-gun senator, I really had nothing to lose. Right. I did stretch my neck out 25 feet having her in a range. Maybe yeah. I've given her ideas for 50 new laws. Yeah. I don't, I right. don't know, you don't know at this point. Right. But someone had to extend the olive branch. The other thing that was brought to my attention by Scott Bach was he's like, Anthony, you have the most anti-gun senator on your show and you didn't beat her up. Do you realize every moderate Democrat in the state will not be afraid to come on and talk on this show now? 
and those we can treat a little differently, yeah. and maybe some of those we can sway a little further right on the issues. Right. Exactly. I don't know, but all I know is if I contact a Democratic senator or assembly man or woman right now and ask them to come on the show, I can send them a link in the picture and say, I had Senator Loretta Weinberg on the show. They're going to call her up or a legislative aide, mm -hmm. and they're going to find out that it's a it's not a hostile environment, right. and right. we might be able to make some headway. It's not a viper pit. So I followed up with the senator. I asked her, you know, if she's still getting attacked, uh, you know, personally. And, you know, people were using, uh, just so you know, I mean, I'm bad. I'm just as guilty as anybody else. I get angry, and I want to MF everybody. But, you know, she says the personal attacks with the gun issue have always been the worst. And so I reached out to her. We've been communicating back and forth on the 15-round, 10-round mag thing. And she wrote, I've gotten a few bad comments, but people have been more than positive. Okay, and I got to skip that one. She said that uh, she said someone told her that I was more civil and more intelligent than a particular person that she has to deal with who's on her side of the issue of the smart gun debate. Having said that, as I am sure you know, the Senate committee released all the gun safety bills with the exception of the extreme risk protection order because they're going to work on an amendment. Included in that is the limit on the 10 round magazines. Because of our interchange, I paid particular attention to what protections are offered to current owners of the more of, of, of more than 10 rounds. Probably not nearly what you want, but I probably but probably something to which I wouldn't have paid too much notice. Though you were still though you and I are still far apart, I enjoyed meeting you, seeing your facility, and meeting some of the members of your customer family. I reached out to the NRA local and New Jersey representative, Darren Goins, about the Rudker study. She reached out to me as well. And he raised some issues that he thought might undermine their conclusions. I've also reached out to Rutgers to get more info on their background. I do plan to stay in touch and will visit you again and even do another show. Hopefully, you will do the same. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. I'm looking to taking three days off. So since that, e that email, uh, we've texted back and forth. And they're 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 still contemplating putting a, a clause in because I told her I said it's going to be a, a huge lawsuit that's going to cost the state a lot of money, mm -hmm. and it's going to you know gun owners are really going to get pissed off and grandfathering would be something that would really be good. So the dialogue is still there. Do I think I'm going to get it? One percent chance, ninety nine percent no. Yeah, but right. but again, for the people out there, the naysayers and the ones you should, you know, why didn't you hit her hard? Why didn't you yell her about this? Why didn't you? This is what everybody expects, and and, yeah. and the point is, you've done that for how fifty years? <laughs> I've been doing that <laughs> since nineteen ninety two. Right. And I've been attacking and trashing and and everything. And and now, where's it gotten us? <clears throat> Nowhere, but a lot of those times we had a chance. We had yes. Christie as governor. We yeah. had a Republican majority it, it, it before do, and Christie. It doesn't, and it really doesn't matter one no. way or the other. Because what, what what I found very interesting was a lot of the comments coming back on Facebook and a lot of the people, a lot of the emails that you know, I guess we'll get to as, as the show goes on. The thing that troubles me most is the how quickly um, we will bend over and create a, a, on a side that is supposed to be pro you know second amendment um that they're so quick to offer hey well uh, you know i don't mind a five thousand or ten thousand dollar fine for carrying a gun just don't put me and i'm like well what if we said if you're caught with a copy of a torah or a bible or the quran mm. in your trunk that you would have to pay a ten thousand dollar fine would, would would we would that be different no. Would you be so willing to no, accept that? No, it wouldn't kind be different at all. And and these are the things. <laughs> it's funny. I 
I think, you know, I don't know if we discussed it on the show, but I asked her if she ever shot a gun before. Yes. And she said no. And then I asked her legislative aide, Tony Bonadies, and he said yes, three months ago, him and his father took a class here at Gun for Hire. <laughs> now, I don't know if they were doing that to check the place out. Maybe. I don't know who he is or, you yeah. know, who he was at the time. And then he started selling to the senator what a safe place, how yeah. organized it was, how we were watching in the range and teaching, and they learned a lot. So, again... I think the ultimate thing is, be, be, is, except for her and I having a dialogue right now, I, I think we've achieved humanizing our side a little bit. Yes. Instead of all yes. the people on social media yes. effing her to death yes. and people coming down to Trenton and screaming at her face, myself included. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've done it quite a few times. Good thing she didn't go back and look at some tape. Right. <laughs> you know, right. well, yeah. she wouldn't have come on the show. But I mean, do you agree, Sandy? I, I mean, absolutely agree. And I think one of the big things is that people need to understand is, is you you don't. You don't mend bridges by blowing them up. Uh, you don't? Everybody just wants us to continue on with the same stuff that's just not working. It's good that we create dialogue back and forth, and then it's open. We'll talk along. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse, and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise, and although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day, she was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. The world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage.
deaf. That is true. I am. You're going deaf. So let's talk about Dr. Medallion. So uh, Walter Haas's wife, Jen, has gone to him already and a few other of our uh, followers. And Dr. Henry Medallion, it's spelled M-A-D-A-L-I-A-N, the Arminian chiropractor. His uh, website is Medallion is Chiropractic. New, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> MedallionChiropractic.com. He's on 573 Valley Road in Wayne, New Jersey. Not just chiropractic, physical therapy. He can help you with his shooting. Him and his three boys are shooters. Daughter's on her way to be here. You know, we talked that whole, whole Armenian exchange, and last Sunday at 9, um, just for a moment, Anthony Bourdain uh, went to Armenia. And, Doctor, uh, I know you're listening. I warned you this was going to happen. So what? So, <laughs> But think of uh, the Armenian show from Anthony Bourdain. Armenian, from, was, from now on, he's going to be known as the Armenian chiropractor. Uh, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. So I won't forget it. That's it was an, actually a good show. Not too much on food. More on history of the genocide and the yeah. struggles between Russia and Turkey and everything. Mm. It was interesting because history repeats itself. And yes, a it lot of people should uh, should watch that. You can uh, probably DVR it or, or find it somehow. But So Dr. Medallion is a full-service shop. He has this uh, MLS laser therapy that he offers. Obviously, we want to support those that support us. So check him out. He's on social media. Again, his, uh, his, his website is medallionchiropractic.com. Sandy, this news came in this morning. I didn't have time to put on the show prep, but uh, since New Jersey banned bump stocks, how many people have turned them in? Uh, I don't know. Zero. Zero, huh? Are, are they very popular in no. New Jersey? No. They estimate there was 50,000 in New Jersey. I think they got that. Oh, I think they wow. subpoenaed the records from the bump stock company. Since Connecticut banned bump stocks a year ago, uh, six months ago, how many do you think have been turned in? Zero. Tree. Really? Tree? Tree. The tree of us. Who were the tree? I don't know, but tree people turned in bump stocks in Connecticut, zero in New Jersey already. Yeah. How many people do you think are going to turn their 15-round magazines in? Right. People are not going to comply. Yeah. You can't keep pushing the law-abiding citizens up against the wall. No, you can't. So that basically we can say it's a zero compliance rate, right. and it's not going to get any better. You know, it's funny because I was in Greenville yesterday, uh, South Carolina, and um, the local news had uh, a big segment on about a guy who is facing 36 charges for straw purchasing. And it, it happened to be that he purchased guns for a serial killer. All right. So that's why that's making the news. But the interesting thing is, uh, you know, maybe when we have other people on from the other side, one of the questions that we need to ask is, since most of, you know, the, the state has been concentrating on demonizing the gun still. I mean, the, the big thing is if a crime is committed, where did the gun come from? Um, well, if the gun comes from straw purchases, and we do know that, the fact mm -hmm. that most of the illegal guns that come into New Jersey are either stolen or they're coming from straw purchases. But uh, under the Obama administration, they stopped per, uh, prosecuting straw purchasing yes. because it was uh, primarily... Um, you know, people of color uh, who were buying that, and they did not want to um, prosecute people of color. You know, it's gone up a thousand percent since Jeff Sessions took over as AG. Prosecution. Prosecution. Yeah. Yes, because uh, Walter Haas actually sent me that article. It didn't have to go far, though. No. Was, zero was zero. Correct. It's 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 up tremendously. They're actually prosecuting and trying cases now for straw purchases and uh, people lying on applications uh, for Nick's background checks. 
where it wasn't done for the past uh, previous eight years. I had an ATF agent come in here doing a tracer. They were looking for a gun that got stolen, mm -hmm. and they, you know, someone bought it from us and took it, and they wanted the original paperwork. It didn't get stolen from us. It got stolen from the residents. And he told me that after Trump was elected, the ATF got a directive from Sessions that all cases will be prosecuted. There will be no, no deals cut. Follow the rule of the law. Wow. So the, the ATF was happy about that because, yeah. you know, the wind was knocked out of their sails because they weren't they oh, were catching and releasing. Sure. If your hands are tied. Correct. So uh, that's actually a good thing. And yes. uh, that'll help lower mm -hmm. crime and that'll help lower how many bad guys have guns out on the street even though it's not us law-abiding citizens that are doing it. But, you know, that's what the media would have you believe all the time, that it's us. So, you know, Amoland ran a story about uh, self-defense stories you don't see in mainstream news, and it's interesting because uh, yesterday or the day before in the morning, a guy went into a party in Oklahoma and started shooting the place up, probably a lover's triangle or something, and he shot a woman and a kid, and he ran out of the place, and a law-abiding citizen with a stopped concealed him. carry yep. permit mm -hmm. not only stopped him, but killed him. Yep. Asked him to drop the gun and put his hands up. He started raising the gun in the direction of the Good, the good Samaritan, and the Good Samaritan, uh, as the police would say, neutralized the, the threat. Yes. Uh, and let me tell you something. These are the things you don't hear too much about. I saw this on Fox News and on alternate yeah, and media. Yeah, and I wonder if anybody else carried it. I didn't see it anywhere. No, else. no, you'll, you'll very, very rarely we see the it. The peacock is not going to correct. Show that. But it, but it happens a lot in Amoland. If you guys don't uh, don't subscribe to Amoland, it's free. But uh, you know, it happens a lot. People use guns in self defense on their home. People that are leaving fast food restaurants, workers that work in convenience stores in, in crappy neighborhoods, and even in nice neighborhoods, let's face it, they use their guns to defend themselves. And what happens is the media hardly ever reports right. it, especially if it happens in the coastal elite areas. You know, See, this was in Oklahoma, so it got media right. play on it because Local the media. police chief yeah. right. was like, Came I want to commend yes. Yes, exactly. the guy that did it. Right. And people whose families were in this Louis Bar and Grill were saying, I can't wait to meet him and thank him yeah. for doing what he did. And that's what happened in Parkland. Texas, too. You had mm -hmm. the good guy with the AR-15. He ran right. in the house, got his gun, yep. came out and shot at the bad guy. So, And even took fire. He took fire, yes. Yeah. So it hit his truck and it hit the house yeah. behind him, which is uh, my man. I met him in, uh, in at NRA, by the way. Oh, he was there? Yeah. So uh, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool that that happened. While we're talking ammo land as well, I am running for NRA uh, Board of Directors this year. I do not know if I will get nominated by the nominating committee. I will not know until August. So this is my last shot that I'm going to do this. I tried it in 2013. I wasn't nominated by nominating committee. I was short 6,000 votes. So I'm going to try it again in 2018 for 19 appointment. So this is what I need everybody to do. I need 750 to 800 petition signatures. You only can sign my petition if you're a life member of the NRA or you've been a member of the NRA for five years in a row. You can come in and sign my petition. If you want me to email you petitions to sign, have other people sign, or I'll print them out and mail them to you, it's anthony at gunforhire.com. I also have flyers that I'm going to be giving to people to pass out at gun shows throughout the country. If you want flyers, ask the gun sh show's permission. I will send them to you. I will print them out and send them to you. Anthony at gunforhire.com.
For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're gonna notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. And uh, this segment is brought to you by Liberty Office Suites, libertyofficesuites.com. Ron Sousa has two locations, one on Change Bridge Road in Montville and one on New Road in Parsippany. For as little as $58 a month, you can have a professional environment, libertyofficesuites.com. So the next article we're going to talk about is, uh, you know what bohica means, right? Uh, Bend over, here it, it comes, comes again. again. So seven bills uh, cleared the Senate committee, which is the Budget and Appropriations <laughs> Committee. Everything but the extreme risk protection order went out. Um, they're going to do additional uh, massaging on that one. But they passed the uh, S-102, which is the magazine and gun ban. It's going to ban a lot of magazines and stuff. Again, I'm still communicating with Senator Weinberg on that. S-160 allows suspension of gun rights by unaccountable health professionals. So a nurse or a dentist can think you're a threat. Uh S-2376 kills self-defense. It cements New Jersey's unconstitutional, justifiable needs. So we're going to go from 
1,200 politically hooked up carry permits in the state of New Jersey to 1,200 politically hooked up carry permits in the state of New Jersey. Yeah. Status quo. If you're a woman and you're being harassed, threatened, domestic violent victim or something, you're not going to be able to get a gun. No. As Senator Weinberg said, if it saves just one life, it's okay. The threatens lives we don't care about. No, we don't care about No. S2245, just like bump stock, we're, they're banning ammo that's already banned federally because it makes us feel good because we're doing something. <laughs> you see, we did something. Yep. S2374, background checks on sales that already require background checks. We're doing something again. All right, when you do a private sale, it requires a background check. Now we're going to also require a background check. True, yes. Doesn't that feel great? Well, you get a double background check. Correct. Now, S2465 criminalizes purchase of components to manufacture unserialized firearms. Note, this legislation has not yet been heard in assembly committee. So this one's still going to be massaged, but this is going to prevent you from buying 80% lowers. If they don't massage the language in this, you pretty much can't buy gun parts the way it's written. Well, what's going to be very interesting is when technology, we already know technology can print a firearm right now with a 3D printer. Correct. So, so, uh, so this is a, that's a tough bill. ANJRPC.org, you guys should, should be supporting ANJRPC as well. Because they're out there fighting. They're also the state uh, liaison uh, to the uh, National Rifle Association. By the way, Scott might have mentioned, you know, the uh, the NRA, the Civil Rights Defense Fund, has funded $600,000 towards legal cases like Shanine Allen's and Brian Aiken in the past 10 years. When you donate to CRDF, you can earmark the money to go only to New Jersey as well if you want. I've gone to board meetings. I've gone to CRDF when they're not in executive session, when like Dan Schmutter, Evan Knapp, and Scott Bach, Dave Jensen, they go in and they ask for money for cases. And the NRA uh, lawyers, and you know, they're board members, but they're, most of them are lawyers, criminal lawyers too. They make sure the case is valid, the person didn't have a record, you know, like something's going to come up bad. Right. And they decide how much the money goes. And the ANGRPC has donated hundreds of thousands of dollars towards right to carry cases as well in the state of New Jersey. So when people tell me what is the NRA doing, and then for other people, some people, uh, Mark Cheeseman posts on his uh, Facebook page all the time uh, how a bill becomes a law. You know, I'm so tired of people sending me angry messages. When is the NRA going to sue for the 10-round magazine, et cetera? When is the NRA going to sue for this? The NRA and the NGRPC can't sue a bill. Right. We can only sue an unjust law. Right. So the bill has to become a law. So for Isn't everybody there a out there, Sesame Street thing. There's a that? Mark Cheeseman posts it. How a bill becomes a law, and uh, but it's the truth because it they is. don't teach it in school, right. and not everybody's nope. a politician. That's right. Assembly committee massages it. Full assembly. Then they vote on it. If it passes, full assembly vote. Vote massages it. Then it goes to Senate committee. Massage it. They vote it. It passes. Full Senate. They massage it. They vote. It passes. The two bills get ratified. Goes to the governor's desk. Governor signs it. We sue. Right. We can't sue until the governor signs it. We right. cannot sue an unjust bill because a bill is not a law. Right. All right. Now I'm not really chastising people. I'm just because I've received like when the when the law committee or judiciary committee just signed that. 
I get like a hundred messages. What do I do with my mags now? Oh my when God. are we going to sue? When are we going to? It's it's not over yet. And plus, Scott has already said we are going to file an injunction. We are going to ask for a restraining order. We don't know if we're going to get it, and we are going to sue for these unjust bills that become laws. We're going to sue. We're going to drag them out in the courts, knock them out, and drag them out in the courts. All right. Uh, are the ANJRPC right? The carry case was just case was just denied. Uh, basically saying it was without merit. Dan Schmutter knew that. Now it's going to go to, we're going to appeal it. It's going to go to the next court. We're trying to get a concealed carry case to the Supreme Court. Mark Cheeseman's case, they criticized their case because of the lack of presentation or some crap like that. But Mark's case uh, and the, the Gilliard case, that case is proceeding as well. That's another good cause. GoFundMe.com, restore carry NJ. Mark Cheeseman um, has, you know, been pushing and, and, and rocking the boat as much as possible as he can with his case. Somebody, us, California, Connecticut, somebody's going to get a right to carry case to the Supreme Court. Hopefully Kennedy retires. If anybody wants to take Ruth Bader Ginsburg zip lining or take her to like the world's yep. largest roller coaster, I'll pay for it. Yeah. Right. Okay. I will bankroll it. All right. Skydiving. Uh, yeah. I got a question for everybody out there, too. What if we started a GoFundMe page for Trump to build a wall? <laughs> <laughs> Only you. Do you think it would work? I probably would. <laughs> you know, it probably would. I'll donate to it. See, you think it would work? I think it would work. That's pretty good. That's a great way for him to get around Congress and show that, you know, a 65 million deplorables, the ones that work hard yeah. and pay taxes right. every day. That'd be a great message. I don't. I just don't know if it's legal to do it. So please, no one start it yet. But any legal eagle out there, find out what the legality is of something yeah, like that. Yeah, could do that. You know, you always see these WhiteHouse.gov petitions that don't go anywhere. This is something that could have really, really big legs. Imagine at the primaries, Trump supporting people saying we we raised three billion dollars towards the eighteen billion <laughs> needed to build a wall. Or what if we funded the whole friggin' thing? Yeah, right. You think the ATF, when they recover uh, money from drug lords and stuff, you think they can donate it, too? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that would be good they would, if we could write the check, right? Why not? But so, so again, you know, I'm, I'm kind of circling around here. So we see we, we have these uh, bills. So since I spoke to Senator Weinberg, she actually reached out to Darren Goins. Darren replied to her and copied me. Darren said at the State House that day when they were hearing that bills, Loretta came up to him and had a dialogue with him, which she's had before, but she mentioned that she was on my show and she mentioned how nice the range was and everybody was. So don't think I didn't leave an impression. Yeah, I mean, how long right. is it going to last and is it going to help? I don't know. Okay. Well, I think is it's it began the dialogue. Yes. And as long as we open the dialogue and there is a civil discourse going back and forth. You know what's very interesting was I don't. It was a little nuance, and I, you know me, I pay a lot of attention to nuances. Was the way she asked the question, um, and it was directed toward me. She's, and it was an off the cuff sort of a thing. She said, "I don't know how to refer to you people, yes, NRA people, gun people. I don't know how to refer to you people." And as she was exiting the studio, I said to her, Senator, I think to answer your question. The best way to refer to us people is voters. Yes. We are the people who could elect you, keep you there forever. or. But our remarks have de demonized ourselves with her. She doesn't see us as voters. She sees us as the arch enemy. Yes, now. Yes. Time and memories. The two most precious things you can give someone. 
No cell phones, no video games, no electronic devices, no interruptions. Just your favorite gun, a couple boxes of ammo, and time spent together. The folks at Gun For Hire Woodland Park Range believe there is no time like the present, and no present like time. Step through their doors, and you'll feel time stand still. It may look like a luxury shooting range, but what they really sell is the perfect day, and perfect memories are made from perfect days. Gun For Hire Woodland Park Range, where family memories begin. They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Seven years running. This segment is brought to you by County Line Firearms. County Line Firearms, NJ.com, is on Route 10 East Hanover in New Jersey. In, in uh, East Hanover, New Jersey, it's right across from the Best Buy. Check out County Line Firearms, NJ, and uh, again, support those who support us. Next week, me, Sandy, and Sivan are going to be broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia at the Blade, Blade show, show yeah. the largest knife show in the United States. Every year happens in Atlanta. We talk about it every year. We yes, try we to go every year. We didn't go last year. I didn't go the year before, or, or we did go to year. I don't remember. But we're going this year, so Sandy and I are, will be there on Friday and Saturday walking the show floor. We're flying back Saturday night with, with uh, Sivan. And uh, if you've never been to the Blaine Show, you need to go. I go every time, and I see Wayne, uh, I see uh, Winkler from Winkler Knives because I do the axe program. Mm. I buy an axe for one of our military uh, special forces overseas, and I get to buy one for myself. It's the only way you can get them. I have three already. He offers six different ones, so <clears throat> I'm probably going to order another pair. This time I go, I feel it's a good thing to do. It's yeah. a give back. You know, he usually gets like 500 for an axe. He charges 600 for the military program, and you get two. That's so for $100 yeah, dollars so more, bucks, yeah. somebody overseas gets a battle axe, custom Damascus or whatever you pick, with a card that says it was graciously donated by you, and you get one. Yeah, that's uh, nice. Yeah, so it's kind of nice. So I'll be getting another one, you know, and everybody will be there, uh, all the Karambit manufacturers. And it's just it's just a, I, I see a lot of old Gun for Hire alumni, people that have moved away. We meet uh, at the Blade Show. Yeah, it's the true. Show. We do, don't we? Yeah, we right, like a Nick and yeah. a couple other people. And you know, want to know something? It's an easy show. You could walk the show in the whole day. Yeah, you could. One day. But yeah. we go down for two days because my guy Slavic from uh, Silver Anarchy will be there, my silver guy. Mm. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll be hanging out with him he wants to hang out with us he makes all kinds of cool stuff anytime you see me wearing like heavy silver jewelry and stuff yeah. it, it was made by him fantastic silversmith yes yeah, so you you guys and he's in staten island yeah so you guys if you haven't been it would be it would be really cool if you if you get a chance to do it so one more point proving liberalism is a mental disorder so montclair high school had a my high school not college now Montclair High School, not college, had a uh, few students that were uh, fluid gender, you know, gender fluid or mm. whatever, and uh, they uh, they decided that they needed a gen general neutral bathroom. So they have a general neutral bathroom, and last week uh, one of the students was 
sexually assaulted, a.k.a. raped in the general neutral bathroom. Yeah. Now the parents are calling to go back to traditional bathrooms. Oh. But a small sect is saying, no, we want... We still want the bathroom. It's an anomaly. This doesn't happen all the time. So uh, when we said that when you uh, encourage this sort of a thing, that some people would actually pose as uh, being gender fluid only so they could uh, rape and pillage. Well, because how do you stop a sexual predator from going in the gender fluid bathroom? Uh, You can't. But no one thought about that. No, because everybody thinks everybody has unicorn blood in them. Right, exactly. You know, and everybody has is going to you know follow the rules. Right. It doesn't work mm. that way. That's why. Just make a law. The, the, you know what? They should make a law against rape. They, that wouldn't happen. They, exactly. You know? Exactly. If, if, um, it was only that a was law. my post on Facebook. They should ban <laughs> sexual assault, and then we wouldn't have. And we wouldn't have that. Women sexually assaulted simple, in the bathroom. Simple solution. So let me tell you something. If I had a kid and they're going into general neutral bathroom, I'm going with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm standing outside the door. Oh, you betcha. You know, so but you can't be with your kids. This is not a college. This is high school. Right. Right. Okay, this is high school. Gender, right. really. So, if you identify as a female, go in the female bathroom. If you, don't, I, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to handle this, but I think if you got an innie, you go in this bathroom. You got an outie, you go in that bathroom. <laughs> you know, is that so hard? Yeah, it's kind of funny. That's and people are up, tolerant yeah. today. If I was in a men's room and a guy walked in the men's room dressed as a woman and went in the stall, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I want all innies in one bathroom and all outies in the other bathroom. Right. If I had a daughter in the ladies' room and a man walked in, now he has to find the dental room. Right, exactly. Afterwards. Yes, to have implants put in. Right. A, a lot of them. A lot of them. A lot of them. And maybe an ear reattached. <laughs> you know, it's funny. <clears throat> neither of us are parents. I mean, you, no. you're closer than I, I Yeah, I raised was. two boys, and now I'm, I have two, two girls that are 20 and 22, two young, beautiful girls that I... Feel like they're like my stepdaughters. I'm protective of them, so I think about them. Yes, pisses me off. And I think the thing that occurs to me is that the most important thing a parent can do for a child is to protect them. Yes. And uh, now we have a society that almost doesn't allow that. Uh, no, you'll get in trouble. Yeah. You'll get in trouble if you protect them. They're pretty much out on their own now. So the whole world is upside down. We're yeah. backwards. Everybody's gender neutral. Mm-hmm. Some crackpot in England said that babies, you should ask the baby's permission before you change their diaper. <laughs> Seriously? I'm, I'm it, not kidding. Well, this is England. That's, yes. Uh, I, I'm not kidding. Yeah. All right. I'm not kidding. So it's, this is the, it's craziness. Well, because we've allowed it, we've allowed the fringes to really take over the, the, the dialogue uh, everything that's done, whether it's banning one thing or promoting another thing, has always been Correct. about the fringe. The, the, you know, the, the minority seems to carry the weight over the major over the majority. So it doesn't matter sad. what we say. Sad. Yeah. It's sad. Okay. Really. It it is it is horrible. It is sad. All right. Um, we, and we wonder why. You know, the biggest problem that you have with school shootings. We had another one on Friday, and. The biggest problems you have uh, that we don't address is the fact that these are children killing children. These are not adults. Prior to, I'd say, you know, the 1950s, 1960s, there, there were horrific things that happened in schools also. I mean, there was a, the case in, uh, I believe it was Chicago, w- which was the uh, greatest school death where 
the school was burned down to the ground by the former janitor yes. with the children inside of it. And that was the highest body count up until now. But now these kids are studying. Like we said, and don't you remember, eight years ago we said this after Columbine, that these kids are studying the uh, former yeah. killers, yes. and they're upping them. They're upping their game. They've become, because the press does nothing but glorify Correct, correct. And you can watch documentaries on Columbine, Newtown. Yeah. You, you, so you can see what's going mm-hmm. on and learn. And then again, you and know, play video play, games all day long. And, to and remember, remember Columbine, they, they, they changed the code in the video games to make it similar to the school. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they hacked the, right. the computer game, which was more rudimentary than they are today. Today, they're more, they're more advanced. Much but, more sophisticated. But sophisticated was the word I was groping for. Speaking of groping, Harvey Weinstein yes. uh, got <laughs> locked up. <laughs> bump Nice segue, Sandy. Very good segue. I really yes. appreciate He has that. to wear a bracelet. He turned in a monitoring bracelet ankle. He turned in his passport. And, uh, you know, he's going to be vindicated. I hope he gets you know, 50 different women uh, to come against him. What about, uh, is Eric Schneiderman going to be the AG? In the, oh, no, that's right. He's no, a sexual he harasser, yeah, too. Yeah, he can't do that. He's got a conflict of uh, interest. You see, uh, Town & Country Magazine was having a luncheon with guest speakers. And one of the speakers was Monica Lewinsky. And all of a sudden, uh, Bill Clinton made himself available for the uh, presentation, and they disinvited Monica Lewinsky as a speaker. Are you serious? Yes. How backwards are we today? Well, I mean, the champion of How women's rights. How backwards are we today? You know. Seriously, let's talk about this. This is crazy. That This is crazy. You can't make this shit up. No, you can't. You can't make it up. Nope. So, oh, my God. So, yeah, Bill Clinton gets to go. You know, they had a dinner two nights ago, $100,000 a plate, fundraiser for the Clinton Foundation. Oh, that's this the, crime the, family the will average, not go yes, away. The average guy can, the average Joe and Jane. Yeah, $100,000. I, I don't know if did I say this earlier on the show. If Obama had spied on her campaign, too, would she have won the election? Yeah, yeah I wonder. Yeah, interesting. Right? Would she have won or no? I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> She's still out there blaming everybody for losing, man. Well, of course. You can't everybody. That's, that's Toxic the, masculinity. That's the, the deplorables. Man, right? yeah. it's, it's horrible when you... When you <laughs> maybe it was her. Maybe just people didn't want to... Uh, uh, yeah, you think because she was uh, a slug? Maybe that's why they didn't want to vote for her? Or? Well... I don't know, but, you know, Rocket Man is uh, going to be on the show next week. I didn't want to announce it. After Blade Show, the week after. Since we managed to get Loretta, Senator Loretta Weinberg on the show, Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-un is coming on the show. That's yes, good. He's taking his train here because he doesn't like to fly. Yeah, he doesn't. And uh, we're going to have him on the show. <laughs> I, I want to ask him, it'll if be, anybody knows how to day. say, who's Thanks. your barber in Korean, I want to yeah. learn how to. Yeah, just say that. That's I, w- I want to yeah. say it to him. Imagine. I mean, little, two two world leaders both need like a really good barber. See now a, a name for Kim Jong Un, I would probably call him Pork Chop. Yeah, Pork. Wasn't chop that a great good. name that for would him? Be a good thing. Yo, yeah. Pork Chop. Yeah, that would be. A good Sit one. down. Let's do this show. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And then I slap him. Watch him, man. Did you notice he's by far the fattest person in that country? Everybody uh, else the, is 88 country. pounds, and and the only North Korean that's morbidly obese is the leader. 
And uh, it kind of goes along with Venezuela, too, because the entire country is starving to death. But Eating zoo animals. Y- yes, they're eating zoo animals. But uh, did you happen to notice the girth of their leader, the former bus driver? Maduro? Yeah. He's fat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did you ever see that, that uh, bit, that the uh, clip that they had? It was actually, I think, the cameraman who filmed it is probably dead now. Um when he thought he was going to commercial break, and he's reaching under the desk and eating an empanada. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's socialism. Good for me, but not yeah, for thee, the absolutely. little people. Sure. You know what? I read a book took place in the 1600s in Europe. I can't remember the title, but a person was traveling through the, the countryside, and he said every time you came into a city, you knew who the royalty and the clergy were because they were the only fat ones. Oh yeah, that's everybody true. else yeah, was yeah. everybody, everybody else, else was bag of bones. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But the clergy and all of the royalty were were fat. So you see, um, uh, Meghan Markle figured out a way to get universal health care, huh? Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe some of the shit. She married a royal. What? Yes, that's just saying. <laughs> it's not true. Yes, it is it's true. Not, yeah, when you it, think about it. it. It's true. It's true. That's right. So now she has health care forever. Most Americans don't have access no, like they, she does. Not, that's right. She did good. It's not, not really good health care, but... <laughs> well, but she's got she, universal well, health care. Let's just say the royals do have a different uh, health care system no. than the rest of everybody No. Else. Oh, no, you can't believe that, right? I Social wouldn't wasn't. watch one second. Didn't, didn't our forefathers beat the shit out of King George yeah. III so we Absolutely. wouldn't have to kneel to so the crown? Exactly right. But we somehow want to go back to that day. But, yeah. Right? I, uh, bullshit. This Anglophile yeah. stuff. Not me. I'm no, good. Really? I'm good. Silly That's royals. They have billions of dollars. They don't pay taxes. Listen, turn that shit into museums. Sell all that artwork at right. Sotheby's or Christie's or something or like that. Yeah. Saint. Oh, anyway, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop. I got, I got, I got to stop. I got to stop. I got to stop. Now, we, ha- uh, we cannot offend our British listeners because... We I'm not offending of the British. I'm just saying we, there's no need for this royalty shit anymore. And poor Prince Charles, he's waiting for his mother to <laughs> kick the bucket. That poor... No, I mean, seriously, that poor bastard. He's 69. <laughs> his mother's 92. He's like, when is it going to happen? This really? woman is never going to die. She's 69 years old. He's dying to be called King Charles. You know he's dying to be... You know he's dying to wear that parquet margarine hat oh, or whatever absolutely. the hell that thing is, right? Remember? Right? With the robes and the a robes scepter. And scepter and and all. Yeah. Didn't you have a scepter once? I have a scepter. Yes. It's home. It's got a skull head on it. The, 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 it weighs about 14 pounds, the skull head. It, I, I have a scepter. But we got to get you royal robes. Though. Yes, I need flowing robes. So he wants to be called King Charles in the worst in way. The worst. But you know bastard. what? I don't, I don't know. What about his life, though? Seriously. Uh, this poor guy. I don't know what his triglycerides, uh, triglycerides are like, but his mom might outlive him. She, she just might. Okay. Yeah. She's got one of them mean, I ain't going nowhere yeah, faces. Right, right, exactly. Okay, yeah. like, mm. <laughs> you know, right? I mean, Yeah, like she hasn't had a good bowel movement in quite a while. I mean, she's been the queen. She's the longest reigning yeah. monarch, male or female, ever. Yeah. Ever. Right. So she was a teenager when her dad passed away. Right. And she's been yeah. going for over 70 years. That's right. Continuous run. <laughs> okay. Who's cleaning my baubles tonight? <laughs> and and meanwhile, Prince Charles is in the room. Someday they're gonna call me king. Someday they're gonna call me king. He's telling his 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 his, his side piece Camilla there. Yeah. Call me king, baby. <laughs> call me king, baby. 
Okay? Yeah, of course, she could never be the queen because she was the Bhutana that he was cheating on with right, Diana. Which is true, yeah. So? <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? I mean, this dude has, like, no luck, number one, and absolutely no taste whatsoever. Uh, no, he he no. kind of blew it. But, yeah, he's been waiting. He's 69. Could you imagine? Imagine, like, when he was 20 years old, when he when it really hits him, he's the heir apparent to the throne, right? <laughs> and so so his whole 20s, he was hanging yeah, on all the time. Then he's like, oh, I'm going to spend my 30s as yeah, king. And 40, then 40s. And now, now, now he's going to be 70. <laughs> he's, like, months away from being 70. No wonder why he never fucking smiles. <laughs> It's not like, no, that's true. He never smiles. Oh. It's not like he's got bad teeth like the subjects <laughs> and the serfs do. You know, he doesn't because they have different dental and health oh, of course, and medical. Yes, that's right. uh, you know, her, the National Health Service is not for the royals. The, the the boy and Meghan Markle drove away in an all electrical powered Jaguar XKE convertible, four hundred and thirty thousand dollar car. <laughs> and uh, where does the power to get into that come from? The, the magic coal the or oil? <laughs> All the Prius people out there that yeah. give me that look, the Volt and the Bolt people yeah, and stuff, right. they're like, oh, my car's clean energy. Really? Right. There's a plant 30 miles away dropping sludge in a, <laughs> in a, in a, in a pond that's burning coal or crude oil to right. make the electricity for your freaking car. But they, they're so stupid, they don't care, They just don't catch yeah, up. I'm old school. I burn the fossil fuels under my hood. That's right. I'm going to do it myself. Okay. Right. Because how much energy is used bringing that power to you, too? Let's yeah, think it, about right. that. Exactly. Nothing's for yeah. free. And they also said that they did a study on a Tesla and found out it uh, its carbon footprint, if you want to buy into that crap, is four times the size of a regular car. No way. Yeah, because of what it takes to make the batteries and, all, and everything Yeah, else. and did you know it's almost impossible to recycle all of that crap? Right. It, it really is. It's almost impossible to it's recycle all of that crap, the batteries, the lead acid, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? And let me tell you, it's it's crap right now. The technology's not there. Now, talking about electric cars, Elon Musk has been getting attacked a lot by the oh, media. Is it great tr- when the went, left starts yeah. eating themselves? He, he went full Trump. He's He wants to start his own media. He wants to start his own social media <laughs> where people don't get censored, okay? All right. So it's well, because I, he, you know it's it's uh, it's amazing what happens when they have to eat their own pablum. I think I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's phenomenal. Absolutely. So they're going after Musk. Of course, oh, the entire left is attacking Musk. Oh, he's turning into Donald Trump. This thing. No, he just wants he wants <laughs> unbiased reporting. <laughs> All of a sudden, it started to hit him in the in the pocketbook, and it's what would happen. If he did not get subsidized for every one of those freaking Teslas that he was He'd be out of business. Right, absolutely. Us taxpayers contribute about $60,000 a car. That's right. Listen to me, people. $60,000 a car. The Chevrolet Volt is about $40,000 a car. The Chevrolet Bolt is about $30,000 a car. We subsidize them full boat. Right. All right? right, so that you can buy it. The government backs the leases on them and everything. It is a scam. Right. And we pay for it. Right. It's a scam. So Musk is worth $27 bajillion. Meanwhile, his company hasn't made a profit. How is a company worth that much with no profit? Like, you're losing money every quarter, right. yet you're still valued as one of the most valuable companies in the world. But you, there's no tangible assets. And people complain. You know, one of the biggest problems you see is the fact that people complain that, the, you know, socialism is on the rise. Socialism is on the rise because they blame capitalism. We haven't had capitalism in this country since before Woodrow Wilson. Yep. 
you know, since from Woodrow Wilson forward, all we've had is this weird crony capitalism, which is a, a form of socialism. It's everything that we hate and everything the socialists say they hate, yes. but they actually love. Correct. You know, Correct. where the government gets to pick the winners and losers. I always wanted to be referred to as a robber baron, probably just as bad as Charles <laughs> wanted to be called king. No, no, I think he's got your beat. You think? He's, yeah, he's been going at it longer. Anthony Calandra, you know him. He's a robber he's a baron. Robber baron. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> that would be good. I mean, I own Capitalist Marksman. I have it tattooed on me. I trademarked it. I yeah. own the domain and all. I like Capitalist Marksman. And I kind of kind of stole that. Malcolm Forbes had Capitalist Tool was his moniker. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really cool. And, you know, he's deceased now for you youngsters. But he started Forbes magazine. He also I had the like largest robber baron, collection like of that. Fabergé eggs in the world. Which, yeah, uh, which who would want why, that silly shit? Yeah, right, Ooh, look at this thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's not very heterosexual, Malcolm. Yeah, it's, well, neither is the name Malcolm. So, right, but any, oh, I'm sorry if there's any Malcolms out there. Uh, I did it again, didn't <laughs> I? You sure did. I did. I did. Yeah, we're going to hear Robert, from all the Malcolms. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Robert Baron. Robert Baron. Yeah. Like Anthony Clanger. You never meet him. He's a robber baron. He's a robber. I love that shit, man. <laughs> Seriously, what do I got to do to get that? I got to be a robber baron, right? <laughs> you do, You're not yeah. allowed. There's regulations today now. Yeah, I'm, yeah uh, probably being a robber baron is is uh, against some sort of federal. Regulation. Yeah, robber barons back in the day was only three coal miners a day are dying because of the condition. <laughs> Let's That's do a cost bad. death benefit analysis. <laughs> Keep going. We can maintain. We can. We can. We can absorb six deaths a day before it hits our bottom line. That's actually what the federal government does, that's, too. That's how they did. That's exactly it, that, how they operate. I know. Yeah. Ford got caught doing that with the Pinto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did a cost-death-benefit analysis. They realized it was cheaper to pay off the occasional yep. death than recall right. all the cars. Not every accident could be a rear end. Yep. And then somebody <laughs> with morals slipped the memo to the government, and they had to recall them all anyway. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and change them. But, yes, and uh, he's actually one of the guys I look up to, Iacocco. Uh, Lee Iacocca, and he was actually part of that cost-benefit <laughs> analysis. So yep. um, there's a lot we can learn. I say, right? I'm back to my irreverent self, okay? And where so. does that come from? Uh, when I was in second grade, I was in Catholic school in Newark, St. Francis Xavier, and my parents came to Parent Teacher Night, and my teacher, Sister Mary Jones, said to my parents, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Calandro, if I could describe your son Anthony in one word, it would be irreverent. <laughs> and I heard my mother tell that story begrudgingly a thousand times in my uh-huh. lifetime, and I wore it as like a badge a, of yes, courage. As if, and they a said it as honor. if it was a bad thing. A badge you know? of honor. Right. Your son is, uh, one word, irreverent. <laughs> so... I played off of it all of these years. Oh, of course. I Why like not? being irreverent. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'll never be called king, but maybe robber baron. All right, Mr. Irreverence. We got about uh, 30 seconds left before we start uh, to head out we do. of this. Uh, are yes. we done? We are. Okay, real quick. Uh, don't forget NJ SafeCon 2018 uh, is uh, net. September 22nd, 9 to 5. Check out uh, John, njsafecon.net. We have a ton of classes coming up as usual. Urban Pistol 1, 2, 3, and New 4. Urban Carbine 1, 2, 3. And Jimmy has his Urban Precision Rifle. Learn how to shoot out to 1,500 yards. Not for me, but good for thee. <laughs> That's okay? pretty long, 1,500 yes. yards.
yards. And Winston is feeling better, by the way. He has uh, pancreatitis. chronic pancreatitis. Yes. So thank you for all your well-wishers, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Because he eats too much fat food. Yeah, he, I'm surprised he doesn't have gout, too. Uh, yeah, I am surprised. A robber baron would have gout, right? A robber right? baron would have and gout. And King's always had Probably gout, and so yes. did Ben Franklin. So I guess Prince Charles will never have gout, because he'll never, he'll never be no. king. Because he looks like he could use a good <laughs> meal. <laughs> Oh, that poor bastard. I'm done. I'm just happy we're not King Charles. And keep sending the hate mail about Weinberg being on. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's good. We yeah. use it for uh, target practice. Yes. And next week we broadcast from Atlanta. From Atlanta. Atlanta. Yep. And we're going to eat something good. So yes. if you're down around in that area, um, where is it? It's at the uh, Gwinnett... Uh, at the uh, Pear Tree Pl- Peach Tree Plaza in Atlanta. It's uh, right next to something over there by something. Yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it's the Gwinnett Convention Center. Yeah, something like that. It's not just, actually just Atlanta. look up BladeShow.com, yeah, you lazy Show. bastards. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, come yeah. see us. We'll be there. We're roaming around, looking at sharp, shiny objects or something like that. <laughs> I don't know why I go. I don't know why a guy on Blood Thinners is going to the world's largest... <laughs> world's largest He's living dangerously. Living dangerous. All right, guys. Uh, this The uh, conversation does continue on our uh, Facebook page, uh, Gun for Hire Radio Facebook page. Please join in. Uh, you've been doing a really good job at that. Turn somebody on to the show. Uh, turn somebody on to commenting about it. We're looking at a uh, real tough battle here in New Jersey, so uh, it's time to stick together. Bohica. Bohica. Yeah. All right. Well, looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counter media production. The music is in this broadcast was funded by Cosmo Music LLC, New York, New York, and the license of broadcasters incorporated. Love you guys. See you next week. To go shine and see.